podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It is the rider, Neil Atkinson and John Gibbons and Adam Melia with you this week to go through. Well, basically, this is almost like the Robin show. Uh, there's going to be a lot of chat about Robin. Oh, even like Batman? No, no, no. Like, I mean, it's an idea, isn't it? Maybe we should do, maybe we should do a segment about, each, about an individual Robin and then end the show playing something from the new album, like Robin Hood. Yeah, or just that's coming soon. That yeah. is to come. Uh, more and more Robin <laughs> chat. Uh, all the uh, all the little bits of, of Robin. Who was your favourite Robin in Batman? Like the actor? <sighs> I can't even think of any. Um, I, I can't even think of any. Yeah, and I'm struggling. I was mainly into the like the later ones when they twerved them to get yeah. all dark. Yeah, you know, that dark night. Yeah. Um, you prefer the Dark Knight to the one when he's got Robin around to be yeah, laugh and that. I know, yeah. Sounds yeah. like it's I mean in the comics they killed a lot of Robins, you know. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the comics a lot of like there's about four Robins in the and comics. Them, like no one's business. Yeah. Honestly, they just throw them, just get shot of them. Let's just doubt. Yeah, kill a Robin. Was he just catching bullets for Batman? Pretty much, yeah, yeah, was yeah. This, was this by design, sort of? Yeah, no, it was like this idea. This was Slow like, month. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll see if nah, I can find him. out. I'll, I'll see if I can find out all the Robins. Uh, so they could Posi- really Position start. vacant for one Robin. Uh, Must catch bullets. Robin Death Batman, right. Robin Death get. Batman. I, uh, when I was little, I used to find this joke very funny. What happens? What happened when Batman and Robin got run over? Flatman and Ribbon. You like that, did you? Excellent stuff. Yeah. Um, let me. I've just accepted some cookies in order to. Uh, th- yeah, there's an article I found here on Fandom UK entitled "Thus: The Many Deaths of Robin." Uh, <laughs> so the original dead Robin was Jason Todd. Uh, so there you go. That's the first dead Robin. Uh, Stephanie Brown did not have a very long career as the fourth Robin. Shame. Uh, Batman agreed to train her after the third Robin. Tim Drake quit. Um, and I, th- I think at some point she gets captured and killed by Black Mask. Um, I could be wrong. Um, yep, yeah, after being shot and left for dead. Um, yep, yeah, that happened. She got done. Uh, Damien Wayne, he's the fifth and current Robin. Is he any relation? Uh, he's, the, he's the son of Batman and Talia Ra Ghoul. Um, there you go. So, you so, go. Da- so Damo is, uh, is, is Batman's lad. But he is Batman's lad, yeah. He's Bruce's lad. Bruce's lad, yeah. <laughs> so that's currently where we are. Uh, I'm not quite sure what happens to Robin 2. Uh, can we know Robin 3 quit, uh, which I like. So yeah, uh, the many deaths of Robin. It's a bit like Spinal Tap drummers. Did you- <laughs> Stumpy, <laughs> Stumpy Pete. <laughs> Stumpy Robin. <laughs> Yep, uh, all the, that's what happens to the Robins. I'm sorry if that's been a spoiler for you in some shape or form. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I was halfway through. <laughs> yep, and won't bother now. Won't bother. <laughs> really old comic flying into the bin. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we? Uh, should we play Robin now then? Robin, the proper one, right? <laughs> Read. <laughs> yeah. Middleweight boxer. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Let's um, let's play. Are we going to play? So, so when you say there's a lot of Robin, there's still only this one song, isn't there? Yeah, but it's like it's it's the one. Yeah, I mean, this is my favourite one. Um, so this is the last song off the new album. Um, uh, this is Robin and Ever Again. <laughs> Shit's out the door Shit's out the door 
That's Robin ever again off the new album, which is called Honey. That's right. Um, what do you think of it? I love it. I've um, well, it, 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 suffice it to say, I've had uh, I've I've had my um, Spotify set to just repeat album. You know, we could just click to just repeat the album because it's only got nine songs. I it's listen- over quite quick. It is over quite quick, and um, but it does stand up to just looping. Because if you because if you leave it on, it's a Spotify thing again. But it'll play the album radio, and I'm like, oh, that's all right. But actually, just put the album on again. Yeah. Um, I like the song title uh, "Center Robin" immediately. Yes, it's a good song title. Um, yeah, there's like the, so there's the there's the two sort of singles that have been out, "Missing You" and "Honey," uh, which are kind of like the start and the middle. 
and then Ever Again at the end. I feel like that's got to be a single, that one. That it's we just really had. good. It's really good. It's on good. a best of, isn't it? Yeah. If I were to make a Robin best of, it sounds, straight in there. Yeah. I can't decide. I, for a while, I was thinking, what Prince song is that that the guitar sounds like? Because it's very Princey sound. But actually, I think it's. Um, it sounds like Betty Davis eyes. That's what that that guitar sounds like. That's what it reminds me of. I like how so me and um, me and my brother were talking about it on Saturday night after after we went out after the match, um, and we we just went and had a little private disco and listened to it for a while outside. <laughs> um, but it, it, we were saying he was saying it's good how sort of low key it is. There isn't like it's almost like you can imagine people waiting for it to drop almost all the way through the album. But I like how that one, which is the very last song, as I say, there's like about 40 seconds before the end it kind of does yeah <laughs> like there you go and the end <laughs> but yeah it's great I'm, I'm, i really it must be it must be a, a difficult one for robin because since she since she's been gone in the words of kelly clarkson um all pop music sounds like robin now so pop production now is just robin production and so when she came back with the single there was a few people on you know snooty websites saying Oh, it sounds like everything. But that's, she, she invented this. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's gone. I think it's, it, it's it's a bit sort of sultry. There's a bit like sort of deep house stuff. There isn't. There isn't. It's it, it's it's quite. I don't know. I don't know what what, what whether it's whether it's like a boiling hot weather slow slow dance music or something. It's interesting that it's come out in October because she could. I mean, she could have put it out at any time over the last whatever it is. Yep. Eight years since she did an album. But yeah, so it's interesting because it it feels it feels summery to me. There's a song about the beach. That is. But um yeah, I love it and um and, and I've been, as I say, and I will continue to listen to it on a loop. It was difficult to pick a different a, a song that's not off this album. It's it you really did two. Well I could have done. Really, if if we were doing what, what music we've been listening to this week, then it would have only been this. Um, there is, I mean, I think it's going to go berserk when she announces tour dates or, or confirms. I was saying this actually, I was thinking the same thing about, um, I was talking to Ben Johnson about um, about the album and, and its wiggly arms qualities. Um, and he said, oh, she'd be good um, headline, headline in West Holtz at Glastonbury. And I was saying, I don't know how big she is now. She's been away that long. I think it's really weird. Because she's a bit like... It's a bit like it happens with footballers, and if they're out injured for that long, they're suddenly amazing. They're elevated to amazing status. Um, I mean, she is amazing, but she's been away that long that it's difficult to tell how how big she is. Like Oasis went away and they were big, but now if the Oasis came back, they they could sell out. I don't know Birmingham because <laughs> <laughs> they've just been away for that long. It's weird. Of time. Sometimes it's easier for bands, isn't it? Because they can yeah. split up. Robin yeah. can't really split up. No, that's what she needs to do. Find a way to split up with herself. <laughs> Well, she did. She did just bog off for ages. Yeah, she? I know, but it's not quite the same. No, I, I, I feel like there was a lot of that with Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, like I'm sure they were they were together on, on a Leeds festival on about two o'clock, and then they split over. Then next thing, the headline. No, that's yeah, exactly right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, come on, it's still the same bloody album. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> they haven't come back with a new one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that was a bit unusual, but you mm. know, yeah, I wonder whether it might be one of them where if she comes back, she probably will be. I mean, she could headline a festival. She won't headline Glastonbury, I don't think, but she could She could headline a festival, I think. She was second to top, wasn't she, John, when we saw her? Yeah, it was late. Yeah, I remember it being dark Yeah, it was getting dark. It was that, it that was, lovely, it that was lovely just, period. It was just before Bjork. Was it? Yeah, Bjork freaked me out. Yeah. <laughs> too much wibbly stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the screens were weird. <laughs> it was too shimmery. I had to go, go, we had to, go to the Wall of Death. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> ah, normality at last. <laughs> I didn't go in there either. That, that freaked me out too. <laughs> I'll sit outside the Wall of Death. <laughs>
Yeah. Number one was really good. She ate a banana, didn't she? She did eat a banana, yeah. Yeah, really yeah. aggressively. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, yeah she uh, ate a banana halfway through the set, just sat down at a banana. Just really ate it then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's all I've got to say about that, I think, now. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, all right, then. Uh, I'm going to play The Ocean Party, and this is called What It's Worth. If everybody starts telling the truth I sure as hell don't want to be around Stuck here patched up and falling out of tune Voices yelling but I hear no sound
that's the ocean party uh, with what it's worth i think quite consistently on the rider podcast that we've been playing the ocean party i was just said uh, i think you just missed it so i'll say it again that i nearly picked it did you yeah it's from the forthcoming album, um, which is out on the 9th of uh, November. Um, it's, it's I can't find the name of the album. Uh, oh, no, it's Oddfellows Hall. That's it, Oddfellows Hall. I didn't read that today. It reminded me of um, the REM song, Oddfellows 151. Uh, so Oddfellows Hall by the Ocean Party. Uh, they are Melbourne's finest. Um, that's their official uh, title, uh, certainly if they were on a uh, evening session from 1994, presented by Steve Lamack and Joe Wiley. They'd be referred to as Melbourne's finest. Melbourne's finest there. Um, yeah. Uh, is that your Lamack voice? Oh, I could do a bit more Lamack, maybe. That's, that's <laughs> Zane Lowe. What? That's your Zane Lowe voice, surely. Mm, no. I don't know if I can. The, the, the Lamack thing that surprised me is how short he is. He's tiny. Really? He's, a, he's, he's absolutely... Yeah. He looks like a tall man, doesn't he? He's got the face of a tall yeah, man. Yeah, face, face of a gangly idiot. Yeah, he's got, he's, he's got the body of someone who's 4 foot 11. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah his, his face look like His face do, does indeed make him look like his limbs are none of his business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, haven't seen him for years, you know. It's like, you know when Steve Wright, you hadn't seen him for years and you just assumed he looked like his mugshot, his Radio 2 mugshot, and now he's actually... <laughs> Aged. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Awful. <laughs> um, yeah, Steve Lamack famously never doesn't eat. He just eats crisps or something, doesn't he? Does he? I think so. He looks the sort. I mean, yeah, he's it's mad how he's he's, 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 he's they're a, all little weirdos, though. Yeah, aren't yeah, yeah. It's yeah. He's 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 the. Uh, he, I think he's just really really reliable. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that's why he's still there. I think that counts for something. <laughs> turn uh, up. Uh, yep, turn up. Uh, as with almost everything else in life, who got the Radio Two Breakfast Show slot? Sarah Cox. No, she's drive time. Zoe Ball. Sorry, Zoe Ball. I always get them confused. Yeah, no, Zoe, Sarah Cox has gone to drive time. Yeah, Zoe Ball's got the breakfast show there, um, and Lauren Laverne's got the breakfast show on Six Music, Sean Keaveney's gone to somewhere else. Um, of course, with Lauren Laverne. Really? Yeah. Because that was a good time for you to listen to that show? No, because um, she's doing Desert Island this really posh. She does have a, um, she does have different voices. So she did Alan Desk and she's the new well, not the new presenter, she's the presenter while um Kirsty's having a baby. And um yeah, she does it really posh. It just feels like a real blow for the North. I um <laughs> we, and, we, <laughs> yeah. and we've had enough. Yeah, yeah. It felt been, like it was gonna be a win for the North. Yeah, there was the, but the then it wasn't. Yeah, there's the budgets on that today as well. And yeah, everything. it's been it was stripped it was, a win was stripped from us. She um yeah, that when she first went well, I don't know. When there was a while after after she'd been down in London for a while, I noticed that she had a posh voice all of a sudden and went off her for a while. But then I feel like she brought it back. But now she's gone. She's gone for Desert Island. She's Desert gone Island. She's, I, honestly, at first I thought it was a joke. Like she's going to do ten seconds of it. And they go, oh, "I'm already messing." But no, yeah. carried on straight through to the end. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, good lord, mm. it's a real. That's a real kick in the teeth. A real kick in the pants yeah. uh, for the north. For the north again. For the north. Uh, well, nobody think of the north. John, what are you playing for us? Am I paying uh, public sector broadcasting first yes. or public service you broadcasting? Are, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I sorry, 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 sorry. Can you remember? It's the, called the unsinkable ship. Ah, the, the, yeah, the EP's white star line. I was getting confused. The unsinkable ship. That was a mess. Public service broadcasting. The song's really good. When I was a wee boy growing up in Belfast, my father was working in the shipyard and he kept telling me about this great ship that he was having to build. One Sunday he took me down to the shipyard and he told me to look up.
huge piece of steel. I seemed to reach the sky, it was so high. And there seemed to be no end of it, it was so long. In Belfast, we called it the unsinkable ship. Pet Shop Boys, no, it's not. It's Public Sector bro- <laughs> Broadcasting with the Unsinkable Ship. Yeah, it is probably... Think, can anyone else think of another three-letter acronym for bands that you could go either way like that? No, they must be one of the only ones. Mm. They? They've, they've done well there, um, <laughs> the lads. What uh, about, we'll what about nice. Fine Young Cannibals and... Following Criminals. Criminals. close, but that's not close. Really there. Yeah, it's good, but it's not right. Let me think. <laughs> you, have, you have a think about that. Let John talk about public service. Uh, it is from an EP called White Star Liner, which was the only bit of the um, intro I knew. Um, it's out digitally now and physically soon. Um, you can pre order on the website, I know, because I went there and they've got some lovely t shirts on sale. Some really, really nice gear. I don't think I like them quite enough to buy a t shirt, though, which is a shame because I really like the t shirts. I saw Stream Mather on, fr- on Friday. Go on. Uh, and he's, he's committing to buying band t shirts. Like good ones, but okay. like he's decided that's one of, that's going to be his thing for a little while. They're just buying a few band t-shirts. I'll message him, which is quite intriguing. So you might want to let him know. Yeah, did Wait, you go and see phosphorescence and BC Camplight? Oh yeah, um, BC Camplight. There was some sort of incident, and they turned up late, and there was a strict curfew on the venue. And so BC Camplight only played four or five songs, but they were great. Really liked them, like would like to see again mm. uh, in the near future. Uh, they were just a, a great presence about what them. What was the setup? Band setup? Uh, <laughs> Apart from no brass. Yeah. Oh, imagine, imagine, if there was. Now. imagine if there was a trumpet now. Honestly, I said to Stu, I really hope someone bangs a trumpet. I was like, I can send a picture to John. I was like, yep, really want to see that An happen. Unbelievable trumpet. Like oh, a yeah. neon one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that happens. Yeah, shoot lasers. Um, yeah. I said, I said, I as it gets played no there was a tiny little bit of sax like someone can play th- play a bit of sax and okay. just added that to something yeah uh, but it was um, it was a key- couple of keyboards uh 
bassist, guitarist, and drummer. Yeah, that was the setup. Mm. Um, so don't know how that makes you feel, really. No, I'm just interested, really, because it's basically him, isn't it? Brian, the Brian fella. Yeah, who lives in Manchester, which is a bit mad. Yeah, uh, but it was they were they were so good, really, really good. Um, really impressed by them. And phosphorescence were great. I was saying, I think that there's a like a, I, I don't know what the right phrase is, but almost like like people say about boxes pound for pound. Like, I think pound for pound, Phosphorescence could be the best live band I've ever seen. In mm. that, what I mean by that is, I don't particularly like the songs. Like, I don't, I, I, I wouldn't have listened to Phosphorescence. Yeah. I've listened to Phosphorescence. We went, albums, you went, we went to see them at the Casimir. And they were unbelievable. Yeah, they were. And, and, like, I'd never even heard any of their songs at that point. Yeah. And I think I was, I think I'd had a skinful, to be honest. But it was, I remember it being a magical evening. It was a magical evening. It was the uh, Casimir as well, though. It was one of those magical Casimir evenings. It was a magical Casimir evening, whatever he came together. But even, you know, they were, they were frustrated with a couple of things on. On Friday night, and that's nothing to do. With, I suspect it's to do with you know the venue was shifted at short notice, and they had a, sh- a tight curfew because because the, the, there'd been an incident with the support band. But they obviously wanted to ensure the support band got to play, um, and that's really good of them. So it was all a little bit. It wasn't quite what they wanted it to be, I don't think. Uh, but the other thing, Adam, about it being a magical evening is Stu spoke to the uh, the merch people, oh, yeah. and they said that they are like the band talk all the time about Liverpool. Oh, right. That show that they did, uh, the magical oh, evening really? in question. Yeah, like for them, it's it's like a, it's one of their one oh, of their big 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 star moments of it coming together. And well, that re- happen, that'll happen to more bands if they decide to come to Liverpool because it's that sort of place. It is that sort of place, and um, it's been wonderful to see. <laughs> <laughs> and they were great again. They really were. And as I say, I, I'm. I, I went away, I listened to the album, the album's quite good. Uh, <laughs> I listened to the album over the weekend, yeah, it's quite good. Uh, but yeah, I would, yeah. but genuinely, if they come to Liverpool again, I'll go and see them straight away. Yeah, and that's yeah. a really strange thing. Like, normally the bands that you love live are bands that you love, and you know the songs, you know them inside and out, and, and you know, you get to have that experience a little bit, but Phosphorescence are just, he's such a good front man. He's such, such, such a good front man in an understated way. Mm. He's the, you know, he's the front man, a lot of people sort of, you know, like, the, the way when people describe the front man from granddaddy to you, or the front man, you know what I mean? He's like that sort of brilliant Americana, get yeah. on this front man, um, who's cool as anything but bald, uh, balding, uh, <laughs> really, really enjoyed them. Um, and then uh, I, I, I went for a curry with John on Saturday, which was nice. Yeah, it was good, yeah. Went to uni on Renshaw Street. I've never been there. Is yeah, that the cool. one with the booths? Yeah. yeah. The curtains? Yeah. Transpires, uh, it's run by a lad in my year in school. Oh, really? Well, in my class, even in my form, even. Form. Azeem. So that was nice. It was nice to see him doing That's well. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Running his own gaff and that. Yeah, call, another Coldy success story. <laughs> <laughs> another crazy win. Yeah. So that was good. That was a win for the North. Um, <laughs> we needed it. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. I enjoyed Saturday. It was fun. It yeah, was. the rap live show as well, didn't we? That was oh, good. Well, yeah. yeah earlier, in, earlier in the day. It's a bit of a crossover thing, but yeah, if you were there, nice one to thank, laugh. Yep, thank you for coming um, and getting up early in order to do so. And yes, it was fucking freezing. Uh, it was unbelievably cold and the wind kept rattling through right the way through. It was, oh, it was, I, I mean, it's still cold now. It's really gone cold. Mm. Yeah. Sunday really was cold. all right. Sunday t- teased us. Yeah, Sunday. Well, Sunday was bright at least, wasn't it? Which is one, which is a really a, a, a major concern for me. Brightness. Um, <laughs> I, um, me and my friend Tom were, uh, who also knows Neil from university, um, we uh, had another installation of our occasional microbrewery yesterday, which was Sunday. Um, we were making a Hefeweizen, um, you know, like a Paulana or an Erdinger. Yeah, the wheat, wheaty. Yeah, yeah. stay away, Neil. Not allowed them. Not allowed them. No. Send you, send you monkey. Prick after week beer. Right. Sends you crazy. 
Well, um, are you making it for anything in particular? Have you got an event in, in mind? No, um, it's just, it's just you know, when you grow up, it's really hard to combine your diaries with even one other person. Yep. So every time we can actually meet, we do. Um, which has turned out to be twice this year. So, you know, it's difficult, isn't it? It is difficult. It's tricky. It's tricky to rock a rhyme, to rock a rhyme, make a beer that's right on time. One of the things I did podcasts and that, making my friends get in the same room as me every night. No, I know. I was actually thinking about that earlier on. I was thinking there's different things that I do with different people and I'm glad that I do them because otherwise I wouldn't see see that particular person. Yep. Yeah. Or Uh, particular people. Excellent. <laughs> Good to see it's working. Uh, we'll talk about John's weekend in a minute. If he's, if, but, but we've talked about bits of it anyway. He spent it with me on Saturday. What did you do yesterday? We just did it really naturally. We didn't even yeah. have to separate it into who did Yesterday, what. <laughs> I did housework. Did you? Yeah. So um, I was shattered, you know. I was tired. The, the, the fella came. We're getting a new bar, uh, kitchen. And the fella came out to measure, well, to, to check the measurements. And I just had to say, Lord, you're going to have to do it. I'm just, I was just in bed. Um, so that was, that was slightly embarrassing. No, I did it. Well, I wasn't even embarrassed. I was completely fine with it. Um, which should be embarrassing to a normal person. Um, and then I just, yeah, did, did a wash, cycled to Aldi just to feel oh, like less of a scumbag. Proud of you. Um, yeah, so I was pleased with that. Um, and then, yeah, got, got a few bits. Yeah, did a bit of washing, bit, bit tidying up. Just sort of got my life in order a little bit Sunday. Friday night, I went to the Everyman. That was good. Oh, was it? Um, yeah. yeah, so, um, some people who listen to other things we do, like the weekend. Uh, remember, we had Robbie O'Neill on a few weeks ago talking about his play. Sorry, his film, um, the boxing one, uh, which is linked to mental health, which got its money, which is good. So he came on to talk about um, that he was doing a, a Kickstarter or, or pledge, one of them for, for it, uh, the production, and and, the, and he did it. He, he got there the other night, which was really good. Um, so we found that out when he got off stage, which was quite a nice one. But I went to see his play. How to shoot? Well, not his play, but the play he was in. How to shoot an Irishman on Friday, and it was really good. Um, so that was on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I know it's going somewhere else. I can't remember where exactly, but um, yeah, maybe have a little look. And <laughs> the one place else it's going good might place. be somewhere near you. You might get lucky, but it was good. But it was nice to see you, you mate doing well. What was funny though was uh, he was playing piano on it um, as part of it, and I was like, I didn't know he could play piano, and then like. Realised like halfway through that he'd obviously learned it for that because he was fine, but you know when you someone's concentrating really hard, yeah. and he's like, and I was like, you know, he said he didn't breathe for the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> you can just tell like, like it sounded really good and stuff like that. And he was singing at the same time, which is like difficult to do, but like you know, like they were all weird. It was like a, it wasn't a musical, but there was there was kind of songs in it and stuff. You know, the Irish they love all that. They do so, um, so yeah, but it was good. But it was, yeah, it was, it was funny seeing him concentrate really hard on his piano. But it sounded mm-hmm. good, Rob. If you're listening. Excellent. Uh, Adam. Hello. What are you going to play for us? Uh, absolutely, I have no idea. I also went to see um, the Jesse Janes. I've seen them a few times. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, so our, our, our friend Gary there. It's funny. Um, they're, 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 they're really good. Yeah, they do covers of things in a, a, a Brother Wear Out Thou Bluegrass style. And it was in the Handyman's Pub on Smithtown. It was really good. I've always, I always have a good time when there's music on in there. Um, there was a there was an, an enormous Mexican there, which really confused me and my brother. Yeah, like literally. Like, I mean, he was like like a Mexican out of the good, the bad, and the ugly. He was wearing a big brown poncho and a big brown hat, and he said, "Where are you from?" To me, and I said, "Here, where are you from?" <laughs> and he said, "Mexico." <laughs> I was like, "I can't deal with this now." And then, yeah. the, and then it just had to be a text conversation the next day. What on earth was going on with that huge Mexican? <laughs> I refuse to believe Delia dealt with it any better than you. No, I mean, he was freaking out. I had to go over because Daniel was freaking out. It is quietly mad to Swift down there, yeah. isn't it? I mean, yeah. and then it was only yesterday where I thought, I suppose some people were doing Halloween on Saturday night. 
So it might have been that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, I've completely forgot to look what I was playing. What am I playing? I'm playing. Um, 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 Try um, me to do it. No. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'll do it now. We've uh, come this uh, far. Heinz. Played them yeah. before. You know the yeah. ones. I know them. Yes. Um, so I'm going to play Heinz and uh, their new song, British Mind. I am not the girl they British mind that's them um, yeah they're our favourite uh, you know Madrid yeah yeah garage band favourite Madrid garage band I would say um, and it's nice to see them back and that they're thinking about me and my British mind is that what, is that, what that song's about ah probably you know almost certainly I've met, them, I've met them like twice so that is enough to make a big impact 
Uh, I don't think I did make too much of a big impact. I think I was probably quite shy. <laughs> Hi. Um, but yeah, that is uh, it, it's it's just out as a uh, as a standalone single came out on Friday. Excellent. Um, I watched um, the first episode of the Sabrina thing on Netflix. Well, what do you reckon? Uh, I, I felt like I, I needed to feel like there was more pedal. Didn't feel like any, there was any pedal. Um, yeah, I hate that. That's what I don't like about the early Harry Potter movies. There's no pedal. Zero peril. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Another win for Gryffindor. Ten points. <laughs> Ten points for Gryffindor. Yeah, it's sort of a little. It's. Uh, I think it's trying to be a little bit sort of uh, Stranger Things, and it's doing uh, bits and pieces around lots and lots of sort of prescient issues. Um, but for the first, one, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not going to give it a second one. But there's also something else, which is that it's it's Sally from Mad Men is the lead. Oh yeah, and you basically watch. Like she, it, I really hope this doesn't happen to her, but she's so Sally from Mad Men. Do you know what I mean? Like not the, not just like that's all you can think of when you look at her. Yeah. And the idea that you get because I mean she was so good in that. Amazing, and she, yeah. And she absolutely just defines that. She just nails that role to such an extent. And yeah, it'd be a real shame if you know basically that ends up being that thing that she, you can't look at her without thinking about Sally from Mad Men, mm. if you know what I mean. In the same way that, for instance, you've got no idea, what's his name, uh, Peter Campbell's wife, Trudy, yeah. is, 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 is Alison Brie. Yeah, yeah. She's phenomenal. Yeah. But you could watch Glow and not even clock yeah, for a period a while, of time. Yeah. Whereas she just like she just looks like Sally from Mad Men, if you know what I mean. And you're sort of a bit like, why is Sally from Mad Men walking down this? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. yeah. What is it, I mean... I've heard of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So it's The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is based on a comic series of the same name. So I, th- I, th- I wonder if Sabrina the Teenage Witch was initially Mate. based upon um, this comic, but it's nowhere near as... It's not as jokey. It's, there's jokes, but it's not as jokey. There's, like, some serious things do happen. Yeah. But you sort of just don't quite feel... I don't know. It, it never quite sort of grabbed me, but I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll probably give it enough to give it the second one. Um so I'll, I'll I'll give it a second one and sort of go from there and see see what I'm going to do with it. Did anybody watch um, what's it called Inside Number Nine? There was an event, wasn't there? You did it, did it as a live. They did an event. Did you know? No, I knew about it, but I chose not to watch it. Was it good? I didn't watch it either, but I heard I, I heard it was uh, um, you know one of the biggest. Considering not that many things happen on actual TV and everybody watches everything on catch up, they um, they pretended they were having technical difficulties. And um, then said, "Oh, it's not working, so we're going to play an old episode." And then loads of people turned over. They were like, "Ah, oh, seen this one." But actually, it was uh, there was it, there was there was a ghost, <laughs> and so it cut to them sitting in their dressing room, annoyed that that like ah oh, things not working. And like one of them, Steve Pemberton from the League of Gentlemen, was tweeting tweeted at, at the same time, so it appeared on everyone's timelines too, saying like, "Oh, can what's going on? Can everyone see us? It looks like everyone can see us." So it was a bit spooky. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, I don't like scary things. It sounds like it's a bit too real for me. Yeah, yeah. It does. It, yeah, uh, I don't like scary things. I don't like scary films. So, I, I mean, I can remember some of the scary things that I've watched and listened to years and years ago. They're still with me. I was saying this. In fact, screams yeah. my level. Well, yeah, I mean, I watched. Silly. I watched Paranormal Activity two years ago on Halloween, and pff, yeah, I mean, yeah. Is that done for you, has it? I'm afraid so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there was uh, a book at bedtime on Radio Four once when I was so. Uh, you, you you drive, John. Have you ever ha- freaked yourself out on a dark motorway at night? When you're like, oh, you're sort of like aware, so that you can't see the back seat of your car. And yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, sometimes driving's just a bit spooky at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a scary book at bedtime, and honestly, I nearly climbed out of my own car window <laughs> on the motorway. That's not, not a good idea. Oh. Not advisable. Yeah, Don't try it at home, kids. I just, I just put put five live on. That's usually what I do for a scary film. Is like 
can match of the day beyond now, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cabin in the Woods is worth watching if for, for a Netflixy thing. Okay, sounds it's, scary. It's well, it's deliberately it's, it's quite a bit, it's a bit of a, a pastiche thing of, of horror films. Bradley Whitford's in it, and you yeah. know, he sounds isn't he? Uh, in almost everything that he does. Uh, John, what are you playing for us? I'm playing, um, well, it's new by Baxter Jury. Well, it's not just oh, Baxter Jury. I love it. Uh, it's also with Etienne de Crazy and Delilah Holiday, and this is called White Coats. Etienne de Crise, Delilah Holiday, White Coats. White Coats is the name of the song. There we go. Uh, you did well there. Uh, the album is called BED. It's sort of come out of nowhere, really, and they're a bit sketchy on the details. Like, Bex is like, oh, I went to uh, Paris for a bit, and uh, one thing led to another. Met some nice girls, made an album. You're like, really? That's good. Yeah. Etienne de Crise is a legendary house producer. Is that right? Yep. Um, yeah, I remember going to see Pulp. Once and all of the intro music was Etienne de Crazy music, and that's okay. and I was like, since then I've been like, oh yeah, I know him. Did yeah. that tune, yeah. And the lot of holiday sings on it as well, and I think their voices work really nice together. Billy's um, lad. <laughs> the album's really nice. Um, I liked a lot of it. All the songs are kind of around two minutes. Which, yeah, it's know, only two minutes long, that isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of them are. I don't think anything's above three. They're getting uh-huh. in and out. I think literally, to be honest with you, I there's think, a bit of that going on. I think uh, or Paris, hey. <laughs> In the springtime, exactly. Um, I think he's got—he's one of those singers that has got his own like production type just for his voice. You don't really <laughs> hear anything else that sounds like him. It's obviously yeah. him yeah. because he's, he sounds like he's closer to the microphone than other people or something. You know, like I don't know, like John Lennon always had always had double tracked vocals, and you can kind mm. of always tell his whole career. Yeah, he just had there was two there was two of him. There's something specific that Jory's doing. Yeah, being a bit closer to the microphone is yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> That's your theory. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Uh, what do you want to talk about, Adam? Um, that. Oh right, that's what you had yeah, to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah that was what I was going to say. Yeah, Excellent. I've got some um, some some chicken thighs marinating, and mainly I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about how I'm going to go home and grill them. I've Be- got some. What's that? What's that Italian rice called? Urzo. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's half rice, half pasta. Yeah. Yeah. It's not uzo because that's the Greek thing. Yeah, orzo or something, isn't it? Orzo. Orzo. I've got it. Hey. Put your phones down. Got that with with prawns and chorizo waiting for me. It's Uzo from Lancashire. I think we're going to be like something swift, like beans on toast. I think we've got to get the cat up to Bootle. All right. Because the dog's coming to stay again on Wednesday. Like, it's stressful for the cat. So okay. with that and bonfire nights, we've just decided oh. to just pack it up to Bootle on holiday. Yeah. Go up there, enjoy yourself, relax. You don't have bonfire nights in Bootle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they do, but they, they, they certainly haven't got a big dog as well in the house. So. It's what my taxi driver referred to as Mizzy season in Bootle. <laughs> <laughs> season. <laughs> it's been extended. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm not working much next week. Mizzy season. You'll <laughs> <laughs> <Gold> descend. <laughs> Mizzy season just sounds absolutely fucking overwhelming, doesn't it? Yeah. That's North End stuff. <laughs> It's going to get me out down, see you through. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to bed. Where, I'm going to go to bed Tuesday, come up smiling the following yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Uh, get through the other sides of it. Uh, listen, thank you very much to John and to Adam and you for listening. Uh, if you've got this far, uh, good on you. Uh, I'm playing as out with a woman called Dawn Landers, uh, whose album's called Meet Me at the River. Yes, it's very on brand. It's country. She reminds me massively of Laura Cantrell, and that is no bad thing. No Lose bad lad. thing whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> and this is called why they wait why they name whiskey after men he came at the right time looking with eyes that shine thought you'd be a friend of mine but what did I know
Sports Social Podcast Network.